Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast, where each episode we share actionable strategies for amping up your real estate marketing game. And now, here's your host, Dave Cole. Thank you so much, Scott. Today's podcast is really a lesson uh, rather than a discussion. Want to talk about knowing and planning your options for what lies ahead. We don't know what's going to happen, and there's going to be effects for years to come if and when we fully recover or recover to some extent from the pandemic, and that certainly applies to real estate. I'm going to use a big commercial real estate uh, example, a large example, just to bring this across to you, and that involves Pinterest. Now, we're not here talking about their social media impact as we might on some of the other podcasts geared toward technology. want to talk about what Pinterest was able to accomplish or how they accomplished it because it's significant for everybody. Pinterest was in the process of expanding, quite understandable given their success as a social media platform. And earlier in 2020, in fact, the lease they negotiated ironically, was completed in early March of 2020 in San Francisco, obviously one of the most expensive cities for both commercial and residential space. They completed a lease or negotiated to begin one for 490,000 square feet of office space in San Francisco. This was a a lease with a potential of $440 million by the time all was said and done. So obviously, probably one of the largest long-term leases ever, although that I don't have the statistics on. We're told it's a potential of $440 million for this uh, office space lease for San Francisco. Obviously, as the pandemic set in, Their people were not going to the office, not able to go to the office, and as so many of us and so many companies found out, maybe they don't need for everybody to go to the office that can reduce their amount of office space. So what Pinterest did was negotiated. How can they get out of this lease but yet satisfy obligations? What they came up with was offering, and it was accepted by the landlord, a 20% cancellation fee. So what that means is that Pinterest, one company, to get out of, to cancel the remainder of their lease, paid $89.5 million. That's to not rent all that space. Obviously a huge expense and a big dent in the budget for Pinterest. But I want to think about this and present this from all points of view and get the thinking going in the decision process. Yeah, they paid $89.5 million for something they're not going to use. In the process, it basically saves them over $300 million by having done that. That might be money they can use to help, obviously, with uh, setting up their employees to work from home or maybe smaller office or smaller remote locations, have plenty left over, possibly to hire more employees, spend more on marketing, whatever the case might be. So in the long run, even though they spent $89.5 million for something they're not using, it got them out of an obligation that would have been a big challenge to fulfill or make full use of, and it 
keeps them alive. It could help their business thrive. So they want out by doing that. As far as the landlord is concerned, there's a number of ways to look at this. You have to look at it from their point of view. Yeah, they're out over $300 million that they could have made by leasing the space, but it's the questions of what do they do and how prepared is or was Pinterest to take this on. There's the one school of thought that says, hey, if they could go and rent that space, whether to one client, two clients, or split it up into a thousand clients, they can basically make whatever is remaining of that $89.5 million as profit. So if it takes them uh, you know, a few months to get that space all leased, and it's a challenge during the pandemic, but I'm making the point. So they get that to be able to uh, lease it, even if they only, let's say, have $40 million left over, with the first $50 million covering the space till the point of being leased, that's $40 million extra for them. So that's one way of looking at it, and that puts the challenge on their leasing people, their leasing agents. Maybe it could have been turned into some type of a warehouse. We don't know. Yeah, that's a challenge, but that's a way that uh, they could deal with it. Uh, it's still how they can make the best out of receiving an $89.5 million payment up front, which they would not have had they not agreed to cancel the lease. Now, from the landlord's point of view, and those of you that are into the cash analysis and uh, the cash flow and so forth will be able to figure this out. Now, here's all these other landlords having terrible misfortune and struggles during 2020. Now, this landlord winds up with a significant cash flow for the year, especially if they're able to collect additional rent during the remaining months at the time of 2020. So the landlord, yeah, they could try to rent that space out. They could split it into sections. Maybe they would consider selling the property because look at what's on their books. Or they could look at it that, okay, now if we sell the property, even if it's for say and just to give you the idea of the train of thought so what if they sell the property for 30 million dollars less than it's valued if they sell it soon enough that 89 and a half million dollars they collected could more than cover what they would lose from selling it and set them up with different tax strategy perhaps they could show the quote unquote loss by making that sale at that price because of the pandemic and be able to put the profits that they made from the cancellation of the Pinterest lease into a different category. So again, things that you need to look at. There also may be other, other parties involved in this consideration. We don't know the landlord if they were still paying on the building. There could be lenders involved. There could be their investors involved. There could be their employees involved if they have a lot. So there are a lot of things to consider. And for that landlord, this could become a survival decision or it could be an operational decision. Whatever they do, it was something they needed to deal with. It's not like the landlord went in the first day, said, okay, we'll give you the 20% uh, cancellation fee. Now, let's see. There would have been some type of notification sometime to begin that discussion and preparation uh, process. For Pinterest, they save jobs. They save potentially millions of dollars in rent money. 
that space holds a lot of people. They can, you know, have their people work from home, and this is where they're recovering the money by the long-term savings. But the point in bringing this up and explaining it is that this is a story with significant impact in the real estate market and for employees and for real estate investing considerations that took place well before the pandemic and its effects are over. We have the restrictions on uh, on rent and mortgage forbearance and tenants' rights and all this that are taking place during the pandemic. So the point in doing this is that you, as a real estate owner, as an investor, whether it's commercial or residential, to know your options. Be prepared for what could happen. What could happen if your tenants can't pay you or they want to get out of a lease or a rental? What could happen if you're just not able to afford the property or properties that you own? Uh, it's probably worth, and this is my point, to suggest you can review possibilities with your accountant with your attorney. Are there any loopholes in those contracts? What can you do if you want to do something like what Pinterest did? How can you work that out? You may have or be a real estate broker uh, that's involved in this. You could be the lender that wants to recover its funds in some way or maybe would do some type of a refinance or restructure the deal. You may have other partners that aren't even aware that this could be coming up. The point is, you want to be aware of any potential problems, any potential outcomes. You could be a landlord and not think anything of it, and you could have a Pinterest-type situation. Granted, not every company rents 490,000 square feet of office space every month, but to you, renting out 1,000 square feet might be a big percentage of your income. So you want to be prepared in case you're approached. That is our point. Be prepared, know what your opportunities could be, and where you stand. This is Dave Cole. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast with Dave Cole. Be sure to visit our website at davecole.com for more episodes with actionable strategies and to subscribe to future episodes. Please consider leaving a five-star review and sharing this podcast with someone who would benefit from this content. Thank you and see you next episode.